evening again and welcome back to the joint meetings with the Board of Supervisors. Uh, our next group is the Zoning Hearing Board, but before we start, I would like everyone to identify themselves with a roll call, starting my right. Tina Garzillo. Greg Phillips. John Tallman. Vivian Keegan. Heather Shupak. Mark Sedroga. Greg Wax. Bill Gentleman. Carol Kenny. And Tony Hadley. Tony Hadley. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. So welcome to the Zoning Hearing Board. And uh, who would like to be the spokesperson? I believe I would. Um, so my first part was introductions. We've covered that. Uh, <laughs> we really don't, we don't have a lot for you. Uh, basically, we're going to give you a summary of what we did last year. Uh, we heard 27 cases, uh, eight of which were denied, five of which were withdrawn, and 14 were approved. Just a little brag for our group uh, and our council. We have not yet lost, so that's going pretty well. How many appeals have there been? Uh, that I don't actually have off the top of my head. Uh, there were at least three. At least four, three. Right? Yeah. Okay. Zero last year, Carol. But yeah. Okay. Uh, zero. But they were ongoing last year. And um, no losses, so. Yes. That's not. good. Three for three. Um, we really only have two matters, uh, or I only have two matters that are uh, concerns that we'd like to address with the board of supervisors. And the first is uh, something that I've noticed lately, and that is uh, while we do have strong code against a certain number of cars on properties, there are certain properties that have uh, clearly taken advantage of that. And I think we should review the code and see if there's a possibility that we can enforce that. I, I can tell you if I happen to live next to one of those uh, properties, I would think that that is something that adversely affects your use of your own. Um, there are some dramatic examples of that uh, that we see fairly better. Um, so we think that's something that's worthwhile uh, to take a look at. And the second matter is rather humorous because uh, farm animals aren't a big problem in government. However, <laughs> however, <laughs> there have been a shocking number of cases for us uh, regarding uh, specifically birds. Uh, so. Uh, chickens, roosters, uh, small versions of chickens, which have specific names that I don't recall. Um, but we think probably we should take a look at that in the bigger picture and be more uniform about it. Uh, we found ourselves in a position where it was difficult for us to turn down a couple where it might have been logical to turn it down. In other words, we wouldn't have been able to support it in court if, in fact, somebody appealed it. Um, one one eye chicken sticks in my head that happened to be on the generals. Oh, one-eyed. Uh, one, oh, there was a one-eyed chicken. Sal. Oh, one-eyed chicken with a broken beak and a wing. Yeah. Uh, so Sal. Like Sal clearly needed some help. And, uh, was mostly in the house, so probably not adversely affecting the neighbors. Mm -hmm. But at some point, there's going to come a head on that. Was it a comfort chicken? No. 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 It did it's not a, have a harness that I re 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 recall. No vest. No Just a so, quite frankly, I feel like the Zoning Board's doing its job. We're, uh, we're always happy to hear neighbors who come in and need minor variances for improvements to their facilities, their homes. Um, we think that adds value to the housing stock in the, in the area. So, we're, uh, I would call us uh, uh, more attentive to that than some of the commercial requests for larger signs. But really, that's 
what we have. So, don't talk to me. Can I go back to the chickens for a second? Please do it. Was there not a, like a small child who came with his parents one year because he had gotten a little chick, baby chick, at Easter? And they had yeah. to get an exception or approval from you to keep that chick? Yeah. I don't recall that specifically. No, it was a family. And they had gotten baby chicks yes. for Easter, yes. and they had always previously died. And this time they lived. So they, they didn't know what to do. Oh. So um, they were keeping them under the front porch. And so it got, they were walking on leashes. Remember that all the neighbors came and supported them? Yeah. So anyway, we said they could have them as long as they didn't replace them. And as long as they didn't have like a rooster for eggs and yes. stuff like that, it didn't run with the, you know, with the property. Not yes. the smart, but the roosters appear to be the larger problem because of those. Yes. 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 yes, yes. But not only that, we had for the one hearing about Sal, we had what 40 neighbors come in great opposition to it because they said it turns out, okay, so just as an FYI, this was a rescue chicken. The kids found it behind Costco, and he was all beat up, and they knew he would be killed by a predator if they didn't take him home. So they took him home, and then they sort of came in and watched TV with them, and it was mostly in the house, and then they realized they had to do something. So they came in, and so the problem was he turned out to be a rooster, but he couldn't grow because of his condition. He also had damage. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> that was a mess. It really was. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it it's, it's a happy ending. So um, the neighbors came and brought up all kinds of things like um, uh, eagles and other um, predatory birds are attracted to an area when there's a rooster. Um, they were concerned about their small effects as a result of those words. Right. And other maybe attacks. And anyway, there was a variety of, of things that nobody said were not legitimate. Um, so the people said they would mostly keep Sal in the house, you know, not replace him. And we make important decisions as well. So let me just get more important than that. Let me just say as a board liaison to the Southern Hair Force, we are blessed in the township to have um, folks that come up and volunteer their time uh, to be on the Zone Hair Board who really kind of get get their purpose. It's quasi-judicial. Um, they understand kind of you know how this this works. Um, and you know, we're also blessed to have one of the preeminent zoning lawyers as their solicitor, which is, is great. I mean, I think the, the, the ability that we have to kind of do things the way that, that we have been doing it for years has gone a long way to keep neighbors fighting with each other and, and from you know, kind of taking things to the largest extreme. Uh, but I do agree with John in, in that there are certain portions of the code, like farming, Look, I grew up on five acres where my brother had Henny Penny, the one legged chicken. So, did you say Henny Penny? Henny Penny. Henny Penny. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, well, my brother was 
wasn't that creative. So, but so that, you know, it's just one of those things where we we have a very dedicated group of folks that have gone through this township, and we can help them by really taking a hard look at our zoning code and making changes we need to. I mean, the stuff will be fine with land development and stormwater, that kind of stuff. Those calculations, trying to tighten that stuff up. The other question is, you know, chicks are very trendy right now, and you need to have at least four because apparently they're very social and, and they don't thrive if there's only one. But if our code simply says farm animals, then what's to stop someone from having a goat or a cow or donkey or whatever? You know, I mean, yeah, you can argue maybe a panther, not so much, but still, right now, if someone says, well, we're allowed to have farm animals and I want a goat because I want goat's milk. Well, if it's zoned agricultural, we should take a look at our map and see what ones it's are in the regular residential yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the That's the kind of book. And I'm not talking about just R1 with 40,000 square feet. I had two questions I wanted to ask, but one's a question, one's a comment. Um, for the situations like with South, for example, do you typically make your ruling that it's for that specific situation and then they can't get a second animal? Uh, as a matter of fact, we tend to uh, impose conditions. So once Sal has lived out his natural life, there will be no more <laughs> And the other thing I want to make a comment on is I really appreciate the two items that you brought up, the cars and the properties and the farm animals. I think that that's valuable for us because we don't see that end of it. So if you're the appeal process granting relief and we don't always know that end of it. So uh, don't wait for don't wait for the joint meetings annually to um, express that to us, that you're seeing repetitive things coming up. That's good information for us to know, even oh, historically right, going back that, yeah, and that just helps us. We'll find fun things to talk about, I'm sure. We're going to summarize what you brought up to us in the preceding year. And did we change the zoning ordinances yet or not? You can call us out on it. Have you done your job? I have one quick story and then one comment with regard to farm animals. In another state, I have a, a longtime good friend who has an allergy to dogs. So instead of a dog, he has a 250-pound pig that he calls a puppy. It's his pet. And he lives in a warm one district, 40,000 square foot, lot area, um, but he is a judge, so I don't know that anybody would count. <laughs> so it's hard to tell, but to your point, it's hard to tell what people will come in with um, as as a pet or or what that form animal may be. Now, I know he takes very good care of a puppy, but there are people who, what does puppy weighs 250 pounds? <laughs> yeah, he's bigger than he is, yeah. So, uh, what state is this? I'm just uh, curious. It's one of the South. Okay. So, so uh, the other comment that I have is in regards to the comprehensive plan. We didn't finish it prior to COVID. Gives us an opportunity to look at it with a different approach this time. And when we do this, we have a vision as the board as to what and where we think 
development should or shouldn't go. We heard it loud and clear in the last two elections as well as to where certain types of development should go and shouldn't go. So as we develop this, I think that it would be beneficial to have the Zoning Hearing Board take a look at it at some point in time, whether it's in a workshop fashion or, or in a meeting, I don't know how that would work. But I think that once we develop the vision, any input that you may have uh, on how you see that working well or not working uh, would, would be advantageous to the process. Yes. Uh, speaking for myself, we would do that. And it was not pursued um, in the last round because of process. And we're changing the process. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, three quick comments. So a few years ago, uh, this board, Santina, uh, actually did change one of our ordinances in regards to cars. We changed the, we enacted an ordinance prohibited in many instances cars from being able to park on lots. Uh, because of concerns about it devaluing devaluing properties mm -hmm. and and making neighborhoods less attractive, so um, and I think um, we actually got that through pretty quickly. So hopefully, I mean, that's something certainly I would like this board to take up. Hopefully, it's something that might not take too long. In regards to um, chickens and roosters, I actually do have residents reach out to me every now and then ask this question of whether or not they are permitted to have them. My first comment is. Um, first thing you should do is talk to your neighbors um, because even if you know the zoning hearing board might be okay with it do you really want 40 neighborhood neighbors to come and express their opposition and um, obviously uh, while the zoning hearing board obviously pays attention to the law it also pays attention to what people think about what's going on in their neighborhoods uh, so if any residents are watching tonight uh, I'm sure you are, though probably not as many as we would like. I, I certainly would, if you're thinking about having any type of, of farm animals on your property, please, please, please uh, talk to your neighbors first. Uh, also, while we're talking about animals, we may also want to look into exotics. Um, because, yeah, um, I, I certainly understand why people might be concerned about having roosters or chickens in their neighborhood, but there are probably other animals that could be... Um, in people's properties that are even more disconcerting um, than chickens and roosters. I would agree with that. We haven't heard that as a board, but I don't think it'd be farm animals. No, farm animals, and probably not a panther. But there are certainly people who keep exotic pets uh, in their homes. I don't know if it's here in, in UM, but there are certainly instances of people keeping animals as pets that that. You know, are not normally viewed as being your typical pets. Well, Serbals are getting very popular. What's that? Serbals. It's, it is, it's a wild cat that is um, maybe about that big. It's not a full-on panther, but it's not, you know, Mars the cat either. I was thinking of the space that probably should not Yes. I'm also aware of college professors, now not here, but in other communities. College professors who deal with that. The name is is escaping me right now as to what they what their official titles are, but they deal with animals as professors. And one that I know of doesn't live in Upper Marion, but he has 23 snakes in his house because that's what he teaches. Uh, in, in, I'm sorry? He's a herpetologist. Herpetologist, yes. That's what he is. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if we have any individuals like that in, in Upper Marion, but if we did, uh, I would hope that, in the, at the least, 
they're notifying uh, police departments so that if they have to respond to that line, uh, that they are aware of what they may yeah, uh, don't be encountered. I have a friend who raised who has two ferrets, which he can't get rid of because he feels bad, you know, because no one's going to want them. But, you know, they bite them when he feeds them. I mean, they never have your kid. I mean, it's awful. When, when I think of problems that have come about through exotics, the, the first thing that comes to mind is what's happened in the Everglades with um, giant pythons. And people were seeing pythons in their home in Florida, and either A, they Pythons are, you know, incredibly strong. They, they grew and they couldn't control them anymore. Or when Hurricane Andrew came through, um, there was massive damage. Yeah, there was massive damage. Some got away. And now the Everglades are um, populated with pythons that are not invasive. They literally pay hunters to go in and, and kill the pythons. And the, python, the pythons have caused massive ecological damage. Um, I don't know if anybody in Upper Marion has a python in the house. I would seriously hope not. But if somebody did, I'd like to pull out that the pets go around your cells. Yeah, but if, I mean, if I lived near somebody who had one, I'd be yeah. I'm sure there are people with something that's exotic. I just don't think they are. Closing out on a good note. Are there other members of the Zoning Hearing Board who have joined us virtually as well? M's on there. M. Oh. Shout out. John, John Garzillo. What? Okay. Hi there. Thank you. Um, and there's another member of your board. Uh, no. Archipelos. Who I thought was going to join us. Is there? Okay. I don't think he's there. There's another gentleman there. No, I just wanted to get their names out there too. So I can thank all of you for all your work and you do significant work for this township and you take it very, very seriously. And please know that we really appreciate your comments and your suggestions about cars and about the animals. Who says zoning is boring? So with that, I'll thank you all for your service well, and you. uh, we appreciate everything that you do. It's a very important job that you do. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great night. Thank you. Have a great night. Oh, wait a minute. Can you just say that Mark Sutroga does a fantastic Yes, actually, we should have said that. That's right. It was on my list. He is fantastic. Seriously, yes. he's responsive to anything like immediately. He does his slideshows for us. He knows how to bring things out, put them back. Really, he is fantastic. Thank you. Well, we know from our perspective, every time there's a problem with neighbors against neighbors or zoning problems, Mark's the guy. He's the go-to guy, and he does a terrific job for us as well. Thank you, guys. Thanks, so we're going to take a, another short recess and return to the party. Yeah, so thank you. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Yeah, I'm exhausted.